Hey, it's Benji Cole, son of Al Cole from CBS Radio and host of the syndicated talk show, People of Distinction. The talk that gives an in-depth view of some of the most dynamic, intelligent, and of course, successful people on the planet. Run to our website, peopleofdistinction.org for more info, or you know you can always email me directly through Benji at alcoholenterprises.com. And people, we are very excited to showcase this next guest here on our network. So do me a favor, sit back, strap in, and get ready for a wonderful ride. And on the line with us today, we have Quentin Heron. We're going to be discussing his amazing book, Hatred. Now, it's available for purchase through Amazon as well as barnesandnoble.com. And while you're at it, check out two other books that are still in creation. They're not available for purchase just yet, but Quentin is putting in some work, okay? Hatred is the anchor for today's interview. It's really going to be the one that you want to start with. But there are two other titles that he is in the process of creating. One is called A Worldwide Struggle. The other is From Bad to Worse both of which will be released very shortly. Make sure to tune into his Amazon and Barnes & Noble pages frequently to get them the moment that they're released. And before we go any further, I want to take this opportunity and point out Quentin was brought to our network, People of Distinction, today by one of the best advertising firms in the business. And people, if you follow us, you already know I'm talking about Content Media Press. Listen, they're one of the best in the business to do it. So for my writers out there listening in, if you've gone through your process, you've put in countless amounts of hours and you finally created your masterpiece and now you find yourself in a precarious position because, well, now you need help moving the book you just finished creating Do yourself a favor and contact Content Media. They're one of the best in the business to do it, and this is exactly what they specialize in. So do yourself a favor. Head on over to contentmediapress.com today and figure out all of the ways that their fantastic team is going to help maximize your creative endeavors. And listen, it is a pleasure, okay, having Quentin here on the line People, the moment you start to do research on his book, Hatred, you're going to understand what we're discussing today. This is a story, it seems, as old as time. This is America's story. This is the story of humanity. Since the dawn of time, I mean, you can even look in the Bible. I don't care what book you look at. When it comes to race, when it comes to racism and prejudice, This is not just an America problem, right? This is a worldwide issue and something that has evolved in many ways over the years, but it's something that we're still dealing with today. There are countless of examples that you can find. Uh, It's really something that is disheartening. And something that is is not easy to discuss, but just because it's not easy to swallow doesn't mean we avoid it. I love what Quentin has done here because he's operated from multiple perspectives here in showcasing race and understanding that it's not just a black and white thing. One of the messages to be received and will be received once you finish the book is understanding that we ultimately want to live in a world that is colorblind. I want to be able to look at you next to me and not see white or black, but really allow the content of your character to, you know, kind of plug a Martin Luther King reference here, 
the content of your character to be what ultimately is utilized to judge or to not judge you or formulate opinions on you. I do believe that we are living in a world now that is so divisive. We are living in a world now that is filled with so much division that it becomes hard to truly see people for what they are. A lot of clouds and smoke and mirrors. But people, listen, I'm telling you, and I say this often, we here at People of Distinction believe that there is much more that connects us than separates us. We truly believe in the connectivity of our human family. And we chose those words specifically because it's not a black or white thing. It's not a, 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 a European or Asian thing. Like, it is something that we are all in the same playing field and we have different backgrounds. We have different perspectives. And I don't necessarily care about your opinion. It doesn't need to match with mine. But as long as there's a mutual respect, listen, man, we can coexist. We as a human family can grow and develop. So often, those are messages that are overlooked, that fall by the wayside, and that's really disheartening. So again, this is a conversation that I think is tough to swallow, but it's something that is, is very important. So do me a favor, sit back, strap in, and get ready for a fantastic ride. Get ready to not only have this book be a fantastic reference for entertainment, but also a fantastic reference for initiating conversation, for raising your awareness, and hopefully helping some people come together that otherwise maybe wouldn't have. And at the end of the day, Quentin is the expert. Man, it's his book. He's written it. He's going to be able to articulate everything much better than I ever could. Quentin, first and foremost, welcome to People of Distinction, and thank you very much for being a guest. How are you doing today, man? I'm all right. How are you doing today? I'm, listen, man, I'm better than I deserve. Thank you very much for asking, Quentin. I appreciate that. You know, a quick side note. You know how often we do these interviews, and I ask people how they're doing, and nobody ever asks me how I'm doing. So listen, this is going to be a good interview just because that's how we're starting, man. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, once again, welcome to the network, man. I appreciate it. And Quentin, listen, man, I, I think what you're doing is special for so many reasons, right? Your book, as I mentioned before, it's a fictional narrative But it really is, in so many ways, the story of America. It's the story of, really, of our world. When we're talking about looking at people that look different from us and initial prejudices that come out, um, whether knowingly or unknowingly, and just treating people different based upon what they look like or the background that they come from. So I think your book is universal for so many reasons, and it's really going to be helpful to knock down a lot of barriers And also initiate conversation. So thank you very much for doing what you're doing, man. And thank you again for being a guest with us. Before we jump into the book, Quentin, tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background, please. Well, I mean, you know, I'm just, uh, as you all know, my name is Quentin Heron from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, born and raised, single father of two, boy and girl. You know, I just basically try to, you know, stay positive and learn from my mistakes because, you know, no one's perfect. You know, and 
everything is not all the way as it seems to be. So I mean, I just try to go with the flow and you know keep the peace as much as I can. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Humble and modest. I love it. People, I'm, I'm telling you, this man is someone you need to look into. This man is someone you need to follow. Without further ado, Quentin, today's anchor is all about your magnificent book, Hatred. Tell us a little bit more about the words on those pages. Um, You know, it's just a book I created because uh, I see like the story itself is basically just touching on real life subjects. You know, it's from the heart. I have never witnessed it myself, like something like that that goes down in book, but you know it's like America, another world that we're living in today. Um, you know, racism is very real, and it still exists. Like, this book is based off 2020. Like, that's the year that it all went down. The, when I created the story, the characters, and all that, that's the year that it all went down in the year 2020. Yeah. And, you know, just to see stuff that like it's still going on with racism and I feel like our youth have to like understand and really get a visual of what's really going on and it still has yet to change and I'm not saying that I'm here to try and change the world I just want people to know be aware basically that's all I'm looking for listen Quentin you said a mouthful there man in terms of raising the awareness Um, Because I do think it's similar to what you're saying. A lot of times, depending on the community and background in which one comes from, you hear the word racism and you're like, well, listen, in 2023, America, there is no racism. Because a lot of times, again, depending on background and, and community, certain people may look at racism from the Jim Crow South in, you know, the 50s and the 60s. And think, well, there's not racism like that. Therefore, it must have been eradicated. And listen, I'm just like you, man. As a black man growing up in this country, we, well, just speaking from, from, from my own perspective, I have dealt with my own fair share of racism and prejudice. But it, it isn't the same type of racism and prejudice that my parents dealt with or my grandparents have dealt with. And I think a lot of times from a mainstream perspective, if you don't see someone just blatantly utilizing the, the N-word in a derogatory way, well, then I guess we've moved past it, right? And now it's, a, it's an equal opportunity for all. So I love the fact that you brought up the awareness that, that this book is going to create and the conversations that it's going to create. Another thing that I love that you bring up in the book is it's not just a, it's not just a color thing, right? It's not just black versus white We know, or again, speaking from my own experience, I know that people that look like me and come from similar backgrounds as myself can also sometimes be racist towards each other, right? And people that don't look like me and don't come from the similar background that I come from sometimes may be and have been some of my strongest alliances, so I like the fact that you also took it there, and I, I want to go into that point next. Quentin, why was it important for you to showcase that, again, it's not just a black versus white thing. It's not just because we're black, we're all on the same team, and we're not going to utilize prejudices against one another. You made it a point to showcase alliances between white and black. Talk to us why it was important to do that. 
Um, I mean, like, cause um, uh, <clears throat> like I said, be aware, like, what the book based off of. It's a young white kid, you know, who was actually abused in the park by a group of a, another group of white kids. So, yeah. and a black man befriended him by saving him. They became like close together, and mm-hmm. you know, they they protecting each other. He's not letting nothing happen to this black man, which goes to say basically that it's not all about color, because this is an older black man with a 15-year-old uh, younger white kid. And, you know, like, I mean, just to, like, touch on subjects of racism, as you said, like, it, it can be a black person that's racist or a white, I mean, white young kids or black young kids. Yeah. Like, that stuff really don't, like, matter, but it all fall in the same category. When I created this book, that's what was in my mind and in my heart to, like, bring each crowd, no matter the color, everyone together. Like, that's what I was trying to do. You know, mm-hmm. readers going to take it how they want to take it. But that's what I was aiming for. Wonderful. And, you know, to go into a little bit more of a description of what you were expecting, right? Let's talk about inspiration here now. So, again, we've already talked a lot about the nuances in the book and some of the messages that will be derived from that. But talk to us about what inspired you, because you you said yourself, you said you didn't grow up during a time where racism, like what is exposed in the book, was apparent to you. So talk to us about why you felt compelled to write this book and the messages that you're hoping your readers take from it. Um, you know, just basically, I watch a lot of TV news, etc., and all that. So I had got basically inspiration from something that I was just like being around, like the stuff that was going on in 2021 and 2022, 2020 with the George Floyd killing the Amaya Arbery and all that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. I just said, okay, let me uh, create this book. Let's see what people think if I actually write this story and pull it all together. You know, like, not trying to turn anybody against it, but, you know, that was just really my main focus on creating this book, just to see how, like, it will touch the crowd, everyone, as many people as I could. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's basically what I uh, did about. But that's where the inspiration came from, like watching a lot of news articles and, you know, just being aware of what was going on around in times. That's why the book is based off of 2020. So, yeah, pretty much that's. You know, people, I'm telling you, Quentin has his hand. He has his finger on the pulse of society because you can see without even reading the book yet. The stark contrasts to what is going on in contemporary America. As I stated, I mean, this is something that when we look at it in its most basic form, this, as I said, this is a story of America. This is a story of our world. When it comes to racism, racism, prejudice, this is a story as old as time. You know, I don't care where you're from. It's not, it's not solely here in America. This is a worldwide thing. And this has been happening for thousands of years based upon different demographics and different communities. So he's truly tapped into something that is very poignant and happening in our culture. And this is why you have to head on over to Amazon and Barnes and Noble, okay? You gotta pick up your copies of Hatred because it's much bigger than a literary creation. In my viewpoint, this this is a movement. This at its best can really be something that, as he said, raises awareness, that causes conversations to ensue. And at the end of the day, listen, it might not change your mind, but if it can open your perspective just a little bit, 
If it could allow you to have a conversation with those next to you that maybe don't look the same as you, or maybe even those that do look the same as you, just happen to, happen to have a different viewpoint. This is a powerful book for a lot of reasons, and you're going to want to head on over there and pick up your copies. Quentin, next question here, and really a curiosity for myself here, but what would you say was a highlight for you in writing the book? Or if not a highlight, maybe something that surprised you that you weren't anticipating before you began. Um, actually, that I actually was able to create and get it published. <laughs> no, I mean, being the first time author, you never know what's going to come to. I mean, you can write, write, write. There's never a guarantee that someone's going to, uh, first off, publish your book. And when it's published, that someone's going to actually like it or read it and understand where you come from. So the highlight of it, you know, just basically my goals was to basically, like I said, to reach every crowd possible. Man. Like just, you know, let let people be aware, you know, and just, you know, the world we're living in today, I'm all about love and night. So that's what really I was trying to bring out in this book. Like I said earlier, you know, it's like an uh, uh, older black man befriending a younger white you know, that's togetherness, and that's what the only thing I'm trying to bring. You know what I'm saying? Bring everybody together, everyone together, and let them understand that this book was from the heart, and that's what really I was trying to do. I want to take this opportunity, Quentin. If you could put yourself in the world of your book and choose any page throughout its entirety, which page would you choose to land on, Quentin, and why? I mean, putting myself in the book, I would honestly want to land on a page where I'm actually helping him out in the park to where he was attacked by a group of young kids. And that's because overall, like whenever I get the chance, I love having, you know, I've been through a struggle, like half of my life has been kind of like rough, you know, growing up. I didn't have anything. I didn't have everything that I want or basically that I feel that I need. It's just so I would probably put myself in the part where he was having a young kid in the part because he was having someone. You know, that's like what I like to do out my life. I have to learn the hard way that I mean never judge anyone. Never judge a book by its cover. You know, no one's perfect. And so I put myself out there as much as I can to have anyone that I can. So I would definitely have to choose the chapter that was in that book for like having them out the part. You know, people, can we take an opportunity and point out the fact that we, you know, not to pat myself on the back, but I'm going to pat myself on the back here a little bit. We cannot have selected the more perfect embodiment of a person of distinction to be on our network. I mean, Quentin represents our mission statement to a T. We say this all the time and I get it. It comes across as a cliche. It comes across as you know, just fluff. I get it. When we talk about having love and respect for our human family, I mention that all the time. And, and a lot of times people look at me and they say, Benji, what do you mean by human family? Well, I look at that from a humanitarian standpoint, from the sense that there is a lot more that connects us than separates us. And I listen, I, I understand that the, the world that we currently live in there is so much division. There is so much negativity to go around that keeps us separated. And we can go into another discussion and down that rabbit hole as to why I think that is. 
this is not the interview for it, but I, I you know, listen, I promise you, that's a, that's a conversation I'd love to have. But when it comes to society as a whole, man, listen, there's so often we get stuck on our differences of opinions. We get stuck on the differences of appearances and differences of financial backing. And a lot of times we neglect the fact that, listen, man, we are all going through our own battles. We are all traveling along our own paths and our own journey. And I think we need to have more empathy. And I love so much about what Quentin is talking about because a lot of that embodies what we stand on in terms of, listen, I'm here. And if there's anything that I can do to help you, I don't care what you look like. I don't care what you, what you think, what you believe. As long as there's always that mutual respect, and I think that's one of the biggest foundational pieces, right? You can have varying opinions. You don't got to believe what I believe. But as you respect me, I'll respect you. And if I can help you out, I'm going to do it. What I, I, I'll do what I can do. There is something that is so pure about that and something that is lacking in this world. Because I tell you, man, listen, there's, can, we, can we envision the world that we could live in if we all operated from that perspective? And Quentin mentioned his two children. He has a boy. He has a girl. My wife and I have our, our, our beautiful little princess and, you know, we're, we're working on bringing another king into this world as well. And that's one of those things that we question ourselves all the time, especially what, upon the birth of our daughter was, man, what is the world that we're bringing her into? And what does that look like? And what is it going to look like the world that we're leaving behind for her? And there's a lot of concerns, but I think that we have a responsibility to mimic a lot of what this book, Hatred, stands upon and to try to duplicate a lot of those positive images into the world and leave it a better place. There is so much happening here. And that's not all. OK, that was the anchor for today's interview. But people, Quentin has another two books that are on the horizon. They haven't been released just yet, but you're going to want to look back in frequently. Check back into Amazon and Barnes and Noble because there's two other ones. One is called A Worldwide Struggle. The other is From Bad to Worse. Each are exceptional in their own right and have foundational pieces that you can take to the bank. And I'm truly, truly loving everything that Quentin stands for and what his book embodies. So as we close out of here, Quentin, my final question to you, dealer's choice, because these are both your books and nobody knows them as well as you do. But choose another one of your titles and give us a brief synopsis on what it entails so we know what to expect once the book is released. A worldwide struggle is basically like, you know, two young African-American kids being raised by their auntie because their mother has died to overdose of heroin. So the auntie is pretty abusive and, you know, that's why I call it a worldwide struggle because they have to go through a struggle just with their auntie. And uh, it's a must read. Like, once it gets out there, I will honestly say everybody should go and get it. And the second one is from bad to worse. It's just basically five siblings growing up without a mother and father, you know, also going through a struggle. So it leads them to go to a life worth of just basically being in the streets and trying to do things the best way that they know how. You know, with no one 
no means of support, no one to help them out. It's just basically touching on that subject right there. So it's definitely a must-read script. We're here on the line with Quentin Heron. We just finished discussing his amazing book, Hatred. Look into his other two books the moment that they are released, A Worldwide Struggle and From Bad to Worse, all of which will be available through Amazon as well as barnesandnoble.com. Head on over there today. Pick up your copies. Get lost in it. I'm going to take it a step further. Pick up copies of this book as a gift for someone else to add to their shelf. Quentin, this has been a true pleasure, man, an absolute delight and, and such an honor. Thank you once again for being a guest on People of Distinction. Yes, thank you.